Welcome to the SEM Insider Insights podcast series presented by Bing Ads. These are conversations with PPC experts and influencers who are sharing their tips and advice so you can become a PPC pro. Welcome, everybody, to the Insider Insights Podcast from Bing Ads. I'm your host, Francis Donegan-Ryan. And today, I'm super excited to have Michelle Morgan uh, join me. We are going to be uh, chatting about mobile, uh, but Michelle, I'm going to introduce her first. She's the Director of Client Services at Clicks Marketing. You can find out more about her at clicksmarketing.com, and you can chat with her on Twitter at Michelle M. S-E-M. Michelle, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Of course. Um, So if any of you know Michelle, which I'm sure many of our listeners do, uh, you know that she loves to talk about mobile uh, and uh, amongst the other things she's an expert in with PBC. And so today we're going to focus on that. Um, Hopefully all of us are already advertising on mobile. (laughs) (laughs) And we have mobile strategies in place. Um, And so what Michelle and I are going to chat about is really, are you asking the right questions? Are you um, taking your strategies, your optimization to the next level to really get the most out of um, the traffic and the visitors you're getting from mobile devices? Um, There's lots of information online. And so I'm sure we will reference some of those articles and, uh, and hopefully you get a lot out of this podcast. Uh, So to start, obviously, we know that mobile traffic is the majority of traffic today that we're seeing coming to websites. And uh, we've seen the the, that volume of traffic double in just the last year. So when you think about mobile, Michelle, what is your, your top line thoughts on why it's so important and why we need to be doing more than just setting up a mobile campaign? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I think that, like you said, mobile traffic is only increasing year over year. Um, it's it's not nearly as convenient to use your laptop. And the fact that we are no longer willing to wait until we get home to look for something means we right. have to do it on our phone and we're willing to do it anywhere. Um, and I think that setting up mobile campaigns or having a mobile component to your campaigns is a great first step and everybody should do that. The difference comes in when you think about actually meeting the audience's expectations on mobile versus desktop. What The type of information that you are looking for on desktop and the actions you're willing to take usually are different than what you're willing to take on mobile and the type of information you're looking for. So if you're not crafting things specifically to not only the user, but also that user's device type and the experience right. that comes from that, you're going to miss out a bit on some of the performance you could have from all of the different device categories. So, uh, you know, as we see more and more traffic coming to our sites, you know, what are some of the things that you're looking at or trends that you see, uh, you know, on the horizon uh, coming for mobile? Uh, Because I'd like to get into those so we can start talking about how we make money from it, which is clearly what we're all here to do um, for our business, our brand, um, or our clients. Sure. I think that at least for me over the past few years, I've just seen more people be willing to take a final action on their phone, which is even more telling for the importance of mobile overall. People understand 
the ease that comes from filling out a short form. You might not want a three-page form on a mobile device, but you can fill out a short form on a mobile device, or you Mm -hmm. can purchase something on a mobile device from places that you trust. And it's something that I think is only going to get more and more intense as things go on. I mean, depending on which phone you buy, they are markedly cheaper than a laptop and you can do almost all the things on it. So, I mean, people are only going to get more willing to take all of those actions on a mobile device. So you've got to have things set up that way. And that's kind of the biggest trend that I've seen outside of just more people being on them. Yeah. I think the, um, you know, what I've been seeing as well is uh, from a global point of view, Many more countries, um, the you know, the populations in that country are going to own a smartphone before they ever own a laptop or a desktop. Oh, for sure. Um, and so, if you have any sort of international campaigns, um, it's not just half your traffic you're going to see, or just above half. It's probably going to be much higher. Um, it could be all the way to you know the the high nineties if they're not using any other uh, type of device. Absolutely. I think also I loved your point about uh, people converting more in a mobile. I think there definitely was, um, or, you know, it was probably real, but there was also this thought that, oh, people don't buy in a mobile. You know, we might do research as we're on the bus or, you know, on our way to work <laughs> or those of us who search um, or mobile phone as we walk and I don't know how more people haven't died doing that. Um, but right. um, I've definitely seen a massive increase in conversions on the phone, both in sort of the data and the research that we do at Microsoft, but even myself. Um, I'm for sure. I'm surprised at myself how much more um, I purchase on the phone. Like, I don't need to go to my laptop to buy on Amazon anymore. I don't need to go to my laptop. You know, there are apps, for example, like Instagram, where I would never go to Instagram on my laptop or my desktop. Um, I only use it on my phone. And I have absolutely bought many things from the ads that I get on Instagram. So it's just, it's another example of, you know, user behavior where you would never even go to that site on your PC um, or your, you know, your laptop, but, um, but you do on your phone and you're making purchases from it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, kind of the way we've talked about this has been a lot of like an e-com focus. And I think that even in like, obviously, that is very important. I think all the things we've said, all the things that you've said, I've seen the same things in our e-com accounts. I think even in lead generation accounts, we always Mm. kind of had this idea that people would do some initial research on their phone, but then they would convert later on their desktop. And I think that that might still be the case in some larger trends, but if your call to action on the phone is lighter than maybe filling out a form, maybe it's you get a PDF that you can read right there, or you send a PDF to your inbox, something like that, something that's not nearly as hefty, um, if you will. On On a smartphone, you can still get lead gen folks who might be in the research phase to partake in some form of call to action, whether it be a download or um, the use of a tool, something like that, to kind of help them through the funnel so that when they're on a desktop device later, you have enhanced their experience from the mobile device, and now they're even more likely on desktop to convert in that much firmer conversion action that you wanted in the first place. Yeah, I love that. I think that's such a great point to... We do. We t- I think uh, we tend to fall into this, oh, if we're talking about mobile, we're talking about econ. Um, and I think it's a great point that, you know, that's not the only uh, 
CTA you, you can have. I think it's important too, and this is something I've even challenged our own team on Bing is I think maybe because we were all using a desktop, there was this tendency and this desire to collect as much information as possible on that form, right? They're like, oh, right. let's ask them 20 questions and they're going to do it because they want the thing at the end or they're on a PC, so it doesn't matter. There's autofill, so it's a lighter task. Um, we don't need that. Like, what do you actually need from that person? And if it's really only three pieces of data, their name, their company, their email, then don't force them to fill out a bunch of other demographic or lead gen questions. It's not necessary. Could not agree more on that. (laughs) And that goes, that's outside of device type. That's the whole lead gen, marketing and sales. How do they cooperate? What do you need for an MQL? That's a whole nother discussion that I would (laughs) love to have. But I feel like that's not what you brought me here to talk about today. Yes. Okay. So let's just schedule that. And uh, and you can come back and listen to Michelle and Francis tell you. (laughs) <laughs> or share with you um, how to work between marketing and sales. Okay, but let's Love it. then move back into mobile. So can you give us some insights in your own experience and your own expertise on what should um, those of us, you know, SEM pros, people who know the game, what should we be doing to get useful and interesting answers to questions like user behavior on a site, which we've kind of already talked about. Um, But, you know, what are PPC response trends that you're seeing? And how do we take the things that we're seeing with with mobile and then align it to the behavior you want on your site or on the landing page? Sure. Yeah. And I think that there are going to be a couple of places that you can always find that information. So if you're targeting mobile on your ads already, no matter what channel you're in, to my knowledge, there's some sort of breakdown that lets you see the different device categories. Some are more granular than others, but you can almost always see the way that people interact with what you currently have in place. So that can kind of give you a benchmark of how is mobile comparing to desktop or tablet for my ad campaigns. People, especially for search, people who are actively searching for something, are they responding to what I have? Um, You can also look at the different trends in your keywords. Maybe you have some keywords that are a little more top of funnel, some that are a little bit more buyer oriented. Depending Mm -hmm. on the e-com lead gen thing, that might show you some insights and trends of devices, that sort of stuff. Um, But then I think one of the, the easiest platforms that most people have is Google Analytics. And that will show you not just the different device categories from mobile to desktop and whatnot for advertising, but that shows you how you're comparing to your site as a whole and will allow you to maybe step out of the engagement on your landing pages a bit and see how are mobile users versus desktop users engaging with my entire site? Are they staying on certain pages longer? Are they bouncing off of other pages? Are there some Mm -hmm. pages that have a high conversion rate for desktop, even though it's very call to action oriented, but for mobile, it doesn't? And what are the trends in that? What can you infer from it? I think Google Analytics is going to be a real hotbed of that information to tell you, to give you your own benchmarks. Where do I stand on mobile versus desktop for everybody that comes to my site? And then how can I improve that? And When you look at that in terms of how you would build campaigns, are there certain structures or certain ways that you look at pulling your campaign and ad group level together based on that information you're then gathering from Google Analytics? 
There can be some of that, just in terms of, um, it, at least for me, it tends to skew more of the um, top of funnel, bottom of funnel kind of keywords. I've got a lot of lead right. gen clients that will respond to that sort of thing. Um, but I think that some of the things that can really help are identifying buckets of landing pages that drive to certain calls to action and seeing how those interact on desktop versus mobile. I think one of the big mm-hmm. things that we overlook is that there are options to make your ads more specific to mobile. Specifically in Bing right. ads, you can have a final URL. You can also have a mobile preferred URL that can yeah. go more active for mobile users. So if you're noticing that people aren't converting as well on a certain call to action on mobile, maybe you just test a new landing page or it could be that performance for everything overall needs to be broken out. So not only can you have a different landing page, you can have different ad copy, you can have custom bids, different negative keywords, all this kind of stuff. So it really depends on how different performance is from desktop to mobile as to whether you need to make only a mobile bid adjustment, whether you need a new URL, or maybe you need an entire new campaign that's got bid modifiers set up just right so you can have things be completely separate for different user experiences. Yeah, I think that's great. I think, you know, I wonder how many of us are truly optimizing for the mobile experience. You know, I think initially it was, you know, write a shorter ad. Right. Um, And then it was, um, you know, different extensions. But what we've seen on the Bing side are using multiple extensions, really making sure, like you mentioned, you have your mobile specific URL in there, um, making sure that you use ad copy that really represents, hey, we know you're searching from a mobile site Mm -hmm. um, or sorry, from a mobile device. So I'm going to make sure that I write in that language for you. Um, Something else that we found in our research is really tweaking ad copy for relevance. So instead of using more kind of generic terms uh, like a a pizza restaurant, say the actual name like Back Bay Pizza, because a lot of times we might be looking about where to go. Um, And then, you know, really optimizing those mobile-friendly extensions. And I think... You know, there's a few things that have come out recently, like expanded text ads, um, product ads for mobile that are starting to make a difference in how strategic you can be with these types of campaigns. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that's that's absolutely right. And even you brought up the like with a pizza shop, that's also got a local component to it. So local mobile putting all these things together, that's got a whole new thing. I think the name of the game is and has always been answering the searcher's query with as much relevant information as you can and show Mm -hmm. them exactly what you're going to promise them on the landing page and then deliver on that promise on the landing page. It's just in this world, we no longer can do that and assume that everybody is going to have the same experience sitting at their desk or on their couch with a laptop on their lap or just an actual desktop in front of them, which I don't know how many people have a tower computer anymore. Um, (laughs) It's it's just a whole new level of, it's almost like a different demographic piece. You know, you've got age, you've got gender, and you've got mobile device. These are the different categories that people fit in, and you need to answer each one of those specifically to prove that you have the answer that the person is looking for and you can deliver on that promise. Yeah. When you um, are, you know, reviewing clients' accounts, particularly if someone has come to you 
you know, they've either been running it themselves or they're coming to you from a different um, agency mm-hmm. without giving too much away. <laughs> um, what are some of the big mistakes you see that other people could be correcting or not making in the first place? Sure. I see people just not taking advantage of device level bid modifiers or mm-hmm. not noticing when they are working and not giving them a chance to work better. Um, either you go in and no device bid mods have been set, or you go in and people have a negative 75% bid mod that's been that way for the past seven months and performance has been great on whatever device that was, but they haven't given it any type of incremental traffic to get something more through it. Um, right. I think that just it's so easy with all of the moving pieces that are in the especially the search account management functions, um, I guess even social channels nowadays, with all of the pieces that are in there, it's so easy to overlook the mobile settings because they're mostly just kind of hidden little pieces here and there that you can do. Sometimes you even have to expand to see them. So I think that a lot of people just tend to forget that that exists. That's kind of the biggest mistake that I see. Yeah. I think the other thing to keep in mind when you're building these campaigns and optimizing for mobile is that generally clicks on mobile are are less expensive than on a PC at the moment, at the moment anyway. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, you, you're seeing that as well in your data. Yes, definitely. I see most of the time mobile bids are half or less depending on the keywords. Sometimes yeah. they're, sometimes they're right on par depending on the vertical, depending on time of day, all that kind of stuff. But um, in most instances, I see that mobile clicks are much cheaper than they are on desktop. And that's across just about any platform that we have to advertise on nowadays. So when you're looking at budgeting, does that change your considerations and how you know, where you allocate resources to on a mobile campaign? It can in kind of a holistic manner. So we like to look at obviously every channel, every different campaign type. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've got a lot of lead gen clients. So we look at not only CPA, but we've also got kind of down funnel metrics and the number of MQLs and cost per contract, all that kind of stuff. Um, But it certainly plays a role into it when there are areas to scale that are being profitable that have a mobile component, those are the ones that I like to be in a little bit more because I feel like those people, since they're on their phone, and this is just an internal bias, I don't have any data to back this up, but I feel like (laughs) they have more of an immediate need and they can't wait for it. Um, I guess if you're sitting in front of a computer, you could do the same thing. But I feel like those are the people that I like to answer more specifically because I just imagine them more on the go trying to find something as they're doing it, um, <clears throat> as they're in a meeting, something along those lines. And I think that those that the mobile component can certainly play into it when it comes to budgeting and knowing where to put things based on just performance across the entire portfolio. Right. So I want to loop back around to kind of where we started our chat and really um, taking the time to for either doing it on behalf of your clients or encouraging them to do it. Or if you're in-house, you know, what are the business goals that you're really trying to achieve? And then how do you take those goals and modify them for 
PC and desktop? Because I think, you know, what we're seeing and what we've been chatting about here is that there are major differences between what will attract someone to an ad on on both devices, but what the clicker or the searcher expects when they click from a PC or expects when they click from a mobile device. Um, What are some of the things you would encourage, you know, someone in your position at an agency or someone in-house to sit down and start studying and start researching so that they can start answering those questions better? Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that um, kind of like earlier, there's going to be two places you can look, at least from where I typically go to look first. It'd just be in your ad accounts. What are the different conversion actions that you have in there? And then on your, in maybe a Google Analytics account, what goals do you have set up? And how are those working between the between the two device categories, basically? I, I tend to find that there are going to be some calls to action that work really well on desktop and really poorly on mobile, and usually vice versa. And you might find some that are just in the middle where performance is basically the same in terms of conversion rate, maybe bounce rate on a page, that kind of stuff. And mm. those are going to be the ones that are easy to just have a combined desktop and mobile campaign and you kind of just optimize little pieces, like maybe just the bit, the mobile bid mod. But then if you start noticing that there are some that work really well on desktop, but not on mobile, maybe that's something where in campaigns where you're promoting that, you segment out mobile traffic. Like if it's a search campaign, create a separate campaign, same keywords, and test different calls to action to see what works. You could also do it with a mobile preferred URL. I think those are a little bit harder to track long-term. Yeah. Um, But if you're just trying to test it and find a new call to action in the same vein that works, I think that that's really important. If you're going to maximize people on all device categories, you've got to know what works well, what they're willing to do, and what is able to provide your business with the information you need to consider that person a success. Once you've figured out the behavior, you know, based on the device and when they're coming to your site, um, are there other tools then, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about audiences and overlaying things like demographic modifiers and different match types based on those. Do you see a trend within mobile on, you know, what's that one other thing you can add to it or a couple other things you can add to it that are really going to boost your campaign to the next level? I mean, I think what you just said makes total sense. Depending on the depending on the channel that you're in, you can layer in like some similar audiences on top of a search mm-hmm. campaign. If you're doing some sort of um, social advertising, you can layer in different interests to kind of narrow the audience, that sort of thing. I think it really comes down to think of all of the cool bells and whistles that you can pull on your desktop campaigns and just spend some time thinking about that for mobile devices. I think half the time... Right. People get so excited that they just dive in and they don't stop to think about, okay, so if I set up a campaign this way, here's everything that I can do with it. And if I set it up this other way, I'm opening myself up to all of these new levers that I can pull because I can change campaign settings or because things are separate and I can use different ad copy. Um, So I think the sky's kind of the limit in terms of other things that you can do. You just need to, I would say that the one thing is stop and strategize beforehand based (laughs) on things that you want to use later to be able to speak to a mobile user different than a desktop user outside of just ad copy. Right. Um, so, okay, you've given us so much to think about here. Um, so I asked you, I asked you earlier, what are kind of 
the bad things that you see when you inherit an oh, account. <laughs> um, what are, you know, when you get a new account and you've set it up or again, you inherit an account, what is it that you definitely want to see and you think is like a win with a mobile account? Like when you look at it and you're like, fantastic, you're doing it right. Is there one or two things that you could share with us so that people can take that away, the good and the bad they should be looking for in their mobile campaigns? Sure. So it kind of varies. It depends on the business goals. So I got to give you one of those cheap, it depends answers. Um, <laughs> but, but if I know that a business is very different, it has a very different experience on desktop versus mobile, I get really excited when I log into their account and they've already got campaigns broken out separately for desktop and mobile because it's such a different experience that it needs to have a completely different set of things that are going on. Um, a lot of times I do ask people what they think the mobile experience is like on their phone. And then I right. usually go through it myself. So I've kind of got two different grading scales <laughs> that it's on. Um, yep. But it kind of just, the setup in the campaigns needs to match the level that their mobile experience is at. Um, and right. it's kind of like, as soon as you can dial up the quality, you can start to change things up in the account. Um, and you can typically... If the mobile experience is really good, you don't need to do a lot to differentiate it from desktop. You just need to keep delivering and make sure that the stats don't start to drift too far apart. Um, mm -hmm. But if your mobile experience is just terrible, you're going to need to start doing more and more to compensate for the fact that your mobile mm. experience is subpar and then work on your mobile experience in the meantime. Okay, that is a lot of information. I hope that those of you who are listening got... Um, got a lot out of that. I know that I did. And so I have a couple of recap points. Um, Michelle, if I miss one, jump in and share one too. So I think one of the, the top things I took from listening to you today is that don't get caught in this, uh, in this thought that uh, mobile specific campaigns are just for e-com that you can do a lot with a mobile campaign that's also for lead gen and outside of just an e-commerce uh, business. So, um, you know, don't think it's not for you if you're not selling clothes or jewelry or um, some other consumer goods. Um, the other thing, um, the other thing that I would take away is you can be so much more, um, mobile specific in your mobile campaigns. You know, don't be lazy and copy things over. Really take a look at the ad copy. Really take a look at the details of that. Take a look at the extensions you've set up. You can now, you know, schedule extensions for different times of days. You know, go in and make sure you have those fundamentals done, but specific to mobile behavior. And then the last one for me was, you know, your clicks are going to be less expensive, which means I think that you have more freedom probably to experiment and to test things. Um, you're going to pay, um, you know, on average, maybe half depending, you know, like you said, Michelle, depending on the vertical, uh, but you could be paying half the cost for the click than you would on a desktop. So take advantage of that. Absolutely. And I think that you covered all of the same ones that I was thinking. I feel like we agreed on a lot of points today. So hopefully people weren't expecting like some great debate. It seems <laughs> like we're on the same page when it comes down to what people can do to take their mobile campaigns to the next level. 
Absolutely. I think um, you had mentioned it too when you said that, you know, you'll go through a mobile site or a mobile experience um, as well as having your customer do it so that mm-hmm. you can test and their assumptions. And I think, you know, we've talked about that a lot in the, in, you know, conferences on other podcasts um, with each other over drinks that we have to remember that we're talking to other humans. <laughs> we have to <laughs> <Absolutely>. remember. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know, so it, easy to look at our ads interface and think, oh, this this is just like magical numbers. Like it's gambling. I'm going to put money here and see what comes out. It's like, that's not that's not what it is. You're actually trying to connect with other humans. It just so happens that there's at least two digital devices and a whole wide world of internet in between. Yes, exactly. So be real. <laughs> Test it yourself. <laughs> Would you yes. tolerate this? Yes. And, uh, you know, make sure that you're just taking the time. I think the kind of the number one thing is don't be lazy. Take the time to really mm-hmm. optimize your mobile campaigns, because if not, you're leaving a lot of money on the table and a lot of people who are searching that, you know, either you're not reaching or you're not reaching in the right way. Right. I love what you just said of what test it yourself. Would you tolerate this? I think as search marketers, we have seen the gamut of websites from great to just, you might as well just shut the business down. You know what I mean? Like there, you've seen the gamut and we know what is okay and what's not. And I feel like we probably have, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of an ego about it. And we probably have pretty high standards for a mobile experience. So Mm -hmm. if it passes our muster on the first pass, it's probably pretty darn good. If you have a couple of things that you might need to tweak, Maybe you can still run it in the meantime and fix some stuff on the back end. But if it's obviously, we all know when things are horrendous. But I love the idea <laughs> of if it passes, if if you're willing to tolerate this, it's probably pretty darn good because we're yeah. pretty picky people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> picky in a great way. Absolutely. It's a great <laughs> thing to be this picky. Guaranteed. Um, Michelle, thanks so much uh, for coming on the air and joining us. We uh, really appreciate it. And you always have uh, such great things to share with us and appreciate you sharing with the industry as well. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. And we'll have to come of back course. for that Legion one later. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to schedule it because I have a lot of thoughts about Legion. Same here. We'll need more time. <laughs> okay. Perfect. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Insider Insights podcast series from Bing Ads. You can catch up on all the other episodes on the Bing Ads channel on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Share your feedback with us on any social channel using hashtag Bing Ads. And until next time, thanks for listening.